0: Selena, Nafisa, and I have decided to stream our daily morning meetings, where we check in with each other while social distancing, share our reflections, and try to keep up the morale during these uncertain times. This episode, we're discussing why some don't want to be called a feminist, we catch up on Boris's rule of six, and the bad behavior of Twitter muftis.
2: All our love and do I have, I
0: have
2: a topic. Go for it. So I was writing, I'm working on something, and in the comments, uh, the editor wrote, um, the editor kept a line that I hadn't put in, and it was about calling myself a feminist. She put a I line would, No, she didn't put a line in, but she was editing some work that I'm contributing to, yeah. and she so I was writing a piece of work and then I basically commented and I said I don't want to use the word feminist in this piece of work to describe myself yeah um and I just thought I'd put it out there Sarah do you call yourself a feminist
0: no and I don't call myself an activist so I don't call
2: myself anything so I I don't uh, activist absolutely no Mm. absolutely no so what I found really interesting is people call me feminist but I never give like I even remember I went to do talk once and in my bio they had written feminist and I was like did I tell you I was a feminist for you to put that in my bio do you know they're like Nafisa CEO and feminist I'm like how about no right (laughs) (laughs) and I've I've never really properly tried to unpick why I'm so uncomfortable with it And I literally just put it on my stories, as I do. Um, And I just put the comment that I wrote saying, I don't want to use the word feminist. And I said, working on a personal project, I still haven't even properly unpicked why I'm comfortable with using the word feminist when describing myself. And then a couple of people messaged me and someone said a lot of different, uh, she said how they spoke about this in book club. And she said, a lot of different opinions, but the main ones were the connotations around the word and how in the west as a muslim in the west a muslim feminist is viewed as a paradox or someone breaking barriers mm-hmm. when we don't need state feminism because islam gave it to us already a lot of stuff around women and culture being stronger than deen and i with the think whole thing of like islam gave it to us already i feel like people's argument is like yes but we 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 live within Structures where there is misogyny and patriarchy, so it requires feminism to uphold what Islam gave us. And then someone else <coughs> said,
1: "I thought I was the only one who thought this. I don't know. I did." I- Sorry, I just need to come in there with the with the people who said I thought I was the only one. How many billion people is it in the world? Yeah, how many billions? Blimey, she's Why are you thought- laughing like that?
2: said, I thought I was the only one who thought this. I don't know there's something about the word feminist that makes me feel uncomfortable and gives me the ick I can't explain. Maybe it is because as Muslim women we are constantly seen as oppressed and are constantly having to present how liberal we are. Feminists also like to see Muslim women as a project. We are like an experiment almost. I can't explain it. One of my regrets I have is that I claim to be a feminist in my undergrad dissertation <laughs> because deep down I knew something didn't sit right with me. And she wrote her dissertation on Muslim women's, women's attitudes towards the modest fashion industry. Mm. So I just thought I wanted to get your thoughts. Really, do you think other people assume
0: you call yourself a feminist, and that's yeah. why they label you a feminist? I know. I, mean,
2: no, I, I guess. Term. I guess. I guess it's like they they obviously see the work that we do as poor women, and so by default, it's a feminist. Yeah. But that's gender. what I
0: think the issue is, is that, that conflation.
1: You know what it is? Feminism. Society, and you know what I mean, society, yes, in the face of wrong but everybody that we, you know, all of the masses, everybody just loves to put people in boxes, and all because we, obviously, we rep Muslim women, and the work that we do, it's like, oh, they're, they're feminists, and it's like, what does it make it easier for you to understand our work like what is it where does it come what's the perspective on that and recently I'm picking it and I think someone made a really good point you know when we a couple of weeks ago the Muslim Twitter tweet came out about motherhood and about um, and this you know we we got to the crux of it that the tweet looked through the lens of capitalism and how motherhood basically has no benefits in terms of When you look at the lens, uh, when you look at it through the lens of capitalism, e.g., not being able to earn income, etc., etc., it's a debate for another day. If you want more, look at the thread on our Instagram, lots of comments there. And I remember somebody said, you know, it's not we're not trying to seek equality, we're trying to seek equity, and there is a difference. And I think, with in terms of like the feminist debate, it's always been about seeking equality. And the thing is, within the tenets of our faith, like there is a difference between me as a woman and a man in terms of um the qualities that we have right and the things that we've been blessed with and i'm just going to use the definition because you know i love a good definition equality is typically defined as treating everyone the same right mm-hmm. and giving everyone access to the same opportunities god i really sound like pretty patel there you know, we should. Uh, but, I f- but I feel like. Let that, me read that, the definition of what. Equality is typically defined as treating everyone the same and giving everyone access to the same opportunities. Meanwhile, equity refers to proportional representation by class, race, gender, etc. But that's the
2: thing. I, d- I don't even think you can say all feminists are trying to fight for equality because I think feminist has become such a broad term that yeah. there are people who are fighting for equity there are people who are you know intersectional in their feminism and i think that's the thing it it is such a broad term that it it, it almost is something but not everything at the same time does that mm. make sense
1: mm.
2: it's not something it's like it, it's a pursuit but also there are so many different ways in how people are pursuing that pursuit under that label
1: mm.
2: you know so i feel like we can't brush feminists all with this tar brush
0: hey uh, are all feminists with the same brush
2: yeah because you know like i have friends who are feminists they're muslim and their their fight is the very so same, same to my fight you're saying like they say i am they know, say they're... they're like they they are feminists and what we are our, our core values ideologies what we're trying to push for are literally match for match you know Mm. and they've titled their work as feminist or they've titled that pursuit as feminism in action whereas for me I just I I don't know I don't know if it's I don't know what it is I really don't know what it is I don't know if it's just the connotations and how it is so tied to often white women and their pursuit and that power dynamic of seeing
1: like I, I think for me as well like it just it, there's, there's flashbacks of you know when there's debates online and stuff and then to end the debate or i don't know to like interrupt it you'll have like a muslim i say oh you're just a muslim feminist yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think i think it is
2: part of that where it's, it's been like used as a as a tool to it's basically start us up yeah, yeah. and because i i even think of um michaela cole the actress and in one of these, like, big talks...
1: Do you know, names these days. Who,
2: Michaela Cole? I mean, I don't know her, but she did the James McTaggart lecture. Don't know if I said that right. And even in that talk, she talks about the underrepresented, right, within film, TV, and things like that. But she doesn't choose to use the What's words... The huh? What's her name? Michaela Cole. She doesn't choose to use the words that we would think you'd use. Instead, she used the word misfits. And I read, I heard another interview later and she was talking about how if she hadn't used misfits, everyone would have been hung up on the language, but mm-hmm. misfits was very clear in what she was saying. She was basically saying like, this industry is not inclusive, you know, it doesn't serve the misfits well, da, 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 all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was a clever use of not using the language that we would expect her to use mm-hmm. because that language would actually detract from the message mm. she's trying to get across. And I do sometimes feel that with, like, um, that I, I think part of it is that as well. I feel like using the word feminism and feminist, unfortunately... Hijacks your does. messaging.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, and obviously, like, you know, that shouldn't be a reason to not use it if that's what you believe you mm. are doing and you are being. But I think it, it is a consideration of when you're trying to get a message out there.
0: Yeah, same thing with activists as well.
2: Like, imagine if we called Amalia a Muslim woman, a feminist Muslim woman platform, Mm. it would put a lot of people off within our community, you know? Mm. But then there's also probably people within our community who associate us with feminism, you know?
0: Putting yourself in any box, as Shida was saying as well, today you are literally hung up by your label. That's true. It's
2: like, oh, you call yourself a feminist, but you're doing... I feel like that that's the, that's the argument people use with people who label themselves as trying to look after the planet or, yes. you know, eco-friendly. And it's like, I thought you said you're eco-friendly, but you've got a washing machine. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, you know, too, like, they're trying, you know. <laughs> washing machine. Honestly. Honestly, that's a true story, by the way. And then he was like, "But does she use a washing machine?" Come on, man. Did
1: you say? Did he say? Correct. Had to be a brother, you know. Correct. He was being very jarring. And uh, you know what? I saw this tweet on um Twitter, obviously, isn't it? Not fake.
2: You never know because. People <laughs> on
1: Instagram who aren't on Twitter get quite <laughs> yeah, secondary. People missing out, consuming <laughs> the content on other platforms, and it said, "It's not that I hate men; it's like I hate what men do." And that's what I don't think men are trash, but what they do is trash. <laughs> I really am not the the men are trash. Speaking of trash, I would just like to give thoughts
2: and prayers to someone who is being absolutely slandered by someone who's doing something very trash, which is Rakeya Harris on Twitter.
1: You know
0: Someone's trash trashing Rakea Harris?
2: A mufti, Sarah. A mufti.
1: A whole, a whole
0: mufti. <laughs> is it one we know? Let's have a look.
2: Did you watch the
1: video?
0: No.
2: Uh, no, because I watched the first time he came for her. And it's embarrassing. Oh. It is embarrassing how Muslim men with platforms try and get viewing time by slandering women. Like it's disgusting, it's embarrassing, it's unnecessary, it is ego driven, it's disgusting, disgusting,
1: disgusting. I was on Twitter, I flagged up his profile, I reported him, and then I just DM'd her um a voice note as well. But obviously Twitter, the message comes up now is due to coronavirus, we are very busy and we are prioritizing digital. It's
2: disgusting. Muslim men have with so, doing critical analysis and you know youtube parties about women and what they do and how they live is actually really disgusting like really angry last night because i saw this
1: i honestly felt so angry my for like, i'm gonna drag him in the article but i don't know him either do you know what i mean it's, it's horrible ridiculous. and back <laughs> oh,
2: full circle. circle awful this awful. is why people feel like you need to be feminist and you need to go for it because look at how p- women get treated online it's I'm disgusting. really sorry but if
1: you're a woman who has some proximity to this dude or he's a dude yeah um, or any of these men that record these videos or even podcasts please chat to them you know what this is when men who are our allies need to step up it's time for you to do the work right now they weren't, they weren't
2: if it, the, the sad thing is That when People like this within Muslim communities Show their true colours and their misogyny They get even more followers And attention and he people patting to, um, them On um, the back
1: He even tried to like um, He like made a little like side joke about Asim Qureshi
2: Yeah he did <sighs> he's, he's disgusting honestly I can't believe that Someone like this is an actual mufti
0: your foundation for everything else is cruddy if you speak to people like that, if you speak about people like that. Everything that's built up, all your knowledge, everything, weak.
2: You know how this started, Sarah? A comedian made a very crass joke about Christchurch. He was like, oh, the, the worst thing about the Christchurch shooting was like, all of us coming out from pubs and bars, there were no Ubers to get home because he said all the Uber drivers you can fill in the rest of it and she and he decides to use his time to defend the joke and say you know comedy is divine in itself and comedians should be able to say that's how you choose to use your time while sitting in front of a bookshelf of qurans and then Rokea was basically like bruv no like there's no justification for that joke it was very distasteful that's how it started no you know that feeling we've had before when like someone said something mean about malia or about us on twitter you know that feeling that sits with you. You know that's what she's... Fe- Do you Totally,
0: know that- totally, totally, totally unjustified. I'm so like... It's
1: such horrible. Behavior. I'm so
0: riled up. I, I just can't... <laughs> bullying.
1: Lack of adab and disgustingness.
0: It's not, even a lack, it's not even a lack of, it's the opposite. It's bullying, it's bullyish behaviour. How can anybody take anything you say seriously, invi- advising in the way of a religion, if you can't even get standard moral interactions? This is
2: the thing, he's now going to get brownie points from the man brigade, and he's going to get even more interaction, even they're more not men. intention. They're not men. <laughs> they're not men, they're not actually
1: they're men. Not. Men or to boys, boys to men. <laughs>
2: men to boys, not boys to men.
1: Did <laughs> you see my reference there? <laughs>
0: Well, really quickly, um, Nafisa, how did your poll go uh, for our listeners? Oh, my corona
1: poll. We had a oh. conversation
0: off record the other day that we intended to record, but we thought we were going to bring it to this one. We were talking about the rule of six and Boris and... Don't
2: implicate us, uh.
0: And um, <laughs> And the three-tier system and just what was going on. And then Nafisa decided to launch a
2: poll to ask how many people had... So I had 118 votes in my poll which I think is a very good sample size if I may say so myself. Um you do kind of have to adjust the percentages because the options I gave was yes, no and then here for the answers. So you kind of have to adjust for the percentage that went into here for the answers, right? Okay. So the question i asked is have you broken the rule of six and I made it clear that this Twitter poll is anonymous. Mhm. So, I feel like between the sample size and the anonymity, that it's a very strong poll. Um, 29.2% said yes, 52% said no, and 18.8% said they're here for the answers. Oh, wow, that is not what I thought. Actually.
0: Really? Yeah, because especially when you first, when you initially um, launched it, they. I like yes was at 36 i thought that was gonna was at 36 percent, right i thought that was gonna
2: rise like to basically 30. about 50 to 50 percent to 30 percent why is everyone lying
0: everyone's lying
2: you know what it is so i don't even think it's people are lying i think it's people not even deeping that they've broken the rule because even one of my friends she was like oh yeah i have broken the rule because there was like five there's five of us and one of my friends has two little kids and they're not deeping that that's a seven headcount. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, you know, you're in, you know, you've got you're in with six people and then someone just pops around to picks something up. Like that's now headcount seven. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I personally think that's, that's that why is, that accounts for it. Yeah. I think it's higher than that poll suggests. Mm, but 30% is still quite high, you know? Yeah,
0: sure. And you said there was 118 people there.
2: 888 people what 888
0: people voted I thought you said 118 oh my god no.
2: wow that is an incredible surprise. <laughs> what <laughs> you would have had a much bigger reaction from me I feel like I could have done like you know how the Guardian do like spreads you know a poll we found and then normally they have an asterisk and it's like 100 people polled I've got
0: 800 I've got nearly a thousand people pulled. For real. All right, everybody. Um off. Have a lovely day. Salaamu alaikum
2: Bye Anyway. Salaam. salam. Bye. Anyway. Salaamu alaikum. Salaamu alaikum. Salaamu alaikum. Salaamu alaikum. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.
0: Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Amalia Works From Home. If you enjoy our episodes and want to support our production, head on over to Amalia.com slash support. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?